0: I'm delighted, I've been la dee Not a lot of thoughts when I ponder from the top Man, these boys, they be pottin', I trust them like a lot And they told me that I get it, guess what, I got it to do it too, you will never lose if you ever do. Must have been a ruse, Ricky. That's my dude, to super cool. Sharks up in the pool. I've been sparking up my tools. I've been looking to win, spend a little again. I've been for spittled it in. My god, I riddled again. I told them, stop clowning around. They said, What goes up comes down. I said, I'm down with the sickness. My team stay ill now. Come get this. I'm just so dare to lie. I stay ready tonight. Deep Welcome to another episode of the Debbie Delight brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with our first look rankings. Uh, Today, we're going to tackle... The running back position, as
1: always, I am joined by my partner here, Stoops. How are you today, buddy? I'm doing great. And um, as I'm sitting here listening to you intro and the music and stuff, um, shameless plug, anybody who golfs, I don't know if you had the video thing going, but I play the Top Flight Gamers. Um, It's a cheap golf ball. It's a good golf ball. You don't need to spend $50 on these bad boys, the Pro V1s. They're expensive. So I know we're not a golf podcast, but I thought I'd throw in that random tidbit before we get into some football. Man, I, I I love it. <laughs> I think I,
0: <laughs> it's the most random plug in the history of of our podcast. I think
1: um, so. They're, but they're sold w- at Dick Sporting Goods for uh, two for forty. Those Top Flight Gamers. So you, um, get a, you get forty golf or twenty four golf balls for forty bucks. What's the brand again? They're Top Flight. It's
0: Top Flight. If you want to sponsor the <laughs> Debbie Delight, <laughs> please give us a call. You know what I mean? Or 8- Titleist. 6- Either way, eight 8- six 6- seven 7- five 5- three zero nine or Oakley.
1: I got it. Uh, Oh, it's upside down. Oakley golf ball. I mean, yeah. Whoever
0: wants to sponsor the podcast, go ahead and hit us up. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I that's that was great. I I don't even know what to say to that. So, folks, as we did last week, we tackled the uh, top ten quarterback uh, top ten quarterbacks of the twenty twenty two NFL draft. And if you missed last week's episode, we broke down what we're going to do in the future. First look is going to be our initial thoughts of this class, and then right before the preseason. Before the season kicks off, we're going to give our another set of rankings. And then, of course, midseason, we'll reevaluate our rankings. And then after the season, and then the final look right before the NFL draft, we're going to keep track of these all inside uh, Google Excel spreadsheet. We'll be releasing that in the near future. It might pay a few dollars for it, but, hey, you know what I mean? It's It supports the podcast, supports the show, and supports Stoops and I, and lets us buy some McDonald's every once in a while. But, all right, folks, without further ado, I'm going to let Stoops kick us off with his 15 through 11.
1: Also. Many MMs are really good. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm I'm done with that now. So what am I doing? 15 through 11? Is that you told me? Okay. 15. Um I've got Jerome Ford transferred into Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's definitely gonna, they had obviously a solid season last year. So he's coming in. He's gonna definitely help with with what they've got going on there. Love him. Um yeah, that's that's what I got from him. So going to 14 out at Minnesota, we've got Mo. Ibrahim, I think is how you say it. Like him a lot. They've got some good side, both of them. I mean, f- um Ford's 5'11, 215, Ibrahim's 5'10, 210. um I like that size, right? They're not obviously, you know, can you be too tall as a running back? I guess you can, but weight wise, I mean, they've got that physical, you know, stature to them. Definitely going to be able to do the ground and pound, um get those extra yards again. We say it all the time, right? If you're on third and two, Having a little bit extra oomph, you know, and force behind your runs, it's gonna help get you, you know, across the that for that first down, um, and just continue to drive on. So definitely want to see that from them. At 13, this is a guy that again has just fluctuated so much in my rankings. And that's CJ Verdell. I feel I have him much lower than what a lot of people do, but it just it, it was like he kind of had that high. And then it's just like he almost plateaued while others continued to rise a little bit. So, again, that Oregon offense, if they can get back to what we had seen, you know, years prior um, in, in again, normal type seasons, I think that he can start to to, to move up draft boards um, or my rankings, I should say, um, once again. And then bah, bah, moving on 12, I've got Ty Chandler. Cause literally everyone from Tennessee left just about 90% of that roster is gone. So, um, he's now at North Carolina. I think when I saw that landing spot, that was probably my favorite landing spot from any transfer running back. It's true. You're giving me a look, but it's true. Um, I mean, Michael Carter's gone. Javante Williams is gone. Like, he's i mean obviously he's not going to get a hundred percent of those touches but the fact that the two biggest competition guys obviously for for touches are, are gone i think he's going to be phenomenal in that offense i i think north carolina is just going to continue to to progress on what um my God, what they've what they've been doing what mac brown has been doing there he's continuing to get top recruiting classes obviously they've got the qb1 listen back to the previous episode you'll see that um so I, I just think that North Carolina team is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And then rounding it out at 11 for me, um, Mr. Brian Robinson out at Alabama. 6'1", 228. Got some great size to him, obviously. Again, ground and pound. I think he's just going to be heavily involved in that Alabama offense. I almost think they're going to – Nick Saban's really good. Obviously, that's why he's been so successful. He – he and the coaching staff kind of cater essentially to what they have. Right. So it's like, they'll change some play schemes, play calling and so on and so forth, based on who they have at what position, as opposed to saying, this is what we run. This is how we do it. And it's that way for years to come. They'll make some tweaks here and there. Um, So, you know, obviously they'll, they'll get Brian Robinson involved in, in what they see the best way. So um, obviously Alabama is going to be a national championship contender again, because they always are. Um, Unless Jimbo has something to say about it, mm? y'all saw those comments. Y'all saw them. We'll see. We gotta. We gotta actually do something first. Anyway, um, yeah, that's my fifteen through eleven. That's my fifteen through eleven. Yeah, you're still muted. Ricky's trying to talk over here, and he's muted. So, no, Rick, you're still muted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Ricky, can you hear me at all? You're muted. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. All right. I'm on mute now this um, is crazy what do we
0: i don't even know what he's saying over there my computer froze and i couldn't hit the unmute button because I. oh I, I sorry. Muted. well now the whole world knows yeah so now everybody knows that my computer was in fact muted uh i don't know what happened i i <laughs> muted it and i went to go click back to the screen because i was getting something some stats loaded up for a uh, guy that i'm about to talk about but All right, great list over there, buddy. All right, coming for me. And you know what? This is an unedited podcast, so guess what, guys? You're going to hear all that unmutedness of Stoops making fun of me. But coming in at number 15, I got Cameron Harris out of Miami. Um, I think that that the potential is there for him to kind of step it up this year. I think that him and King being back together for another year, uh, I'd like to see some improvement in the passing game. He does have 34 catches in two seasons, so that's a good thing. I would like to see that kind of step in the right direction. He did increase um, his touchdown total. He doubled it, actually. In uh, two less games, he had 10 touchdowns, 11 overall on the season. So Cameron Harris, he's a little bit smaller, but he's got some beef to him. So I like him a whole lot. Uh, Cameron Harris comes in at number 15. Coming in at number uh, 14, Sincere McCormick at UTSA. Um, I, the, the reason he's all, ever been on my radar is because of you. He's a big fan. I, I know you're a big fan of his. He's probably up higher in your rankings than he is on mine. But um, coming in at number 13, I have a man that you just talked about, Brian Robinson, out of Alabama. Another one it's going to be interesting to see what they do you got to fill the shoes of 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 you know naja harris which is that's some pretty big shoes to fill you know what i mean but yeah. Robinson, it wasn't a five star prospect for no reason at all right um so coming in at number was that? 13 12 uh 12 coming in at number 12 is um kevin harris out of south carolina uh another guy i'm a big fan of <laughs> stoops just like whoa, dude like He's low in your rankings. Uh, I like this kid a lot. I think I have him too low right now. Um, but this was just my first initial look at this position. I want to see some improvement in the pass catching with him as well. He did have 21 catches last year, but a little bit more consistency um, throughout his game. There, uh, for every game that we saw him break out for 200 yards, um, we saw him struggle against teams like you know Tennessee and Georgia, um, where he only averaged about three yards of carry. So for me, those are the those are the improvements that i need to see from him um he's definitely a guy that i could see going up into my uh top enchilada of this draft class easily but uh mo ibrahim from minnesota is my number 11 like this kid a whole lot um the more i kind of dove into this kid the more i was like man i really like him i think he's got potential the one thing that i do notice about a lot of these running backs they're all within the same height of each other and they're all within the same weight of each other you know what i mean there's a couple smaller backs in my top tier that um I'm intrigued by, I think you could say, but a lot of these guys are in that five ten to six foot range in that two two hundred and ten to two twenty range. So it's kind of interesting to see they are all line up together. Um, I do think that I was shaking your head at the Ty Chandler comment, which he comes in at. I'll transfer to my ten through six. Ty Chandler comes in at number ten. Lending spot is fantastic. Um, that team is run oriented. They do open up the playbook, obviously, considering for guys like, um, you know, if you saw last year, House still slung the ball around, even though they, um, you know, they did run the ball a whole lot. They had the, you know, Thunder and Lightning back there with Williams and Carter, and I think that's a perfect landing spot. That's definitely not the best uh, transfer of the offseason. I cannot believe you forgot about the best running back in this class. But, okay, so transitioning over to number nine, another guy that I really like, I think that set up well, um, he kind of took a back seat to Trey Sermon this year, and that's Master Teague. Um, I, I have him slotted right here. I think that he's one of those guys that's either going to go up in my rankings or he's going to go down. Um, I, I've noticed that a lot about some of the guys in this class that there's so many, so much flexibility fluctuation ability between all of these, between all of these positions. Um, there's guys that I really think that are really, really, really good. And then I think there's another positions that there's guys that are just like, you could be good, but are you going to be that good is it's really a question of what we're going to see out of these guys coming in at number eight is Zach Charbonnet. Uh, another guy that I really like, he transferred out of Michigan, which is probably the greatest decision anybody could ever do because that just schools a whole entire disaster. And that's coming from a guy that's a Michigan guy. But if you go back to his 2019 tape, he did look pretty good. Um, he averaged 4.9 yards a carry, which isn't always the grandest, but I mean, he had a couple games where he had two carries, uh, four carries. Um, and a lot of those, he had those low amount of carries cause Michigan was already getting blown out, but he had big time games against some teams. Uh, I, I do like the move to UCLA. I'm not, Sure, I love it, but I think it's okay. Um, Jerry Ely comes in at number seven. Old Miss, smaller back. That's the one that uh, he's a very much smaller back, but I think that he's got a lot of potential. That's that, that to me was another one of those guys that, um, he's you know what I mean? Like, I, I just like, I like him, you know what I mean? I, I don't love the guy, um, you know what I mean? It, it's one of those guys that, um, you know when you watch him, he plays small, right? You know what I mean. He's not one of those guys that I think is big and plays big. I just think that he is that smaller style back that really is kind of kind of alarming. But I think that the potential is enough there. Obviously, obviously because I have him in my you know slot at number seven. You know what I mean. I think he is good enough to be there. Um, coming in at number six is newly transferred. God, there's so many transfers in this morning. There guys. is, yeah. Everybody transferred. Everybody got a new team. You got a new team. You got a new team. <laughs> We're like um, Oprah. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody got new teams Oprah style. But Keontae Ingram slides into that number six slot. Stoops has made some really big eyeballs over my uh, picks over this last course, the last little bit. But I think Ingram is going to play a huge factor in the success of Keon Slavis this year. Uh, my quarterback won. And I like him a whole lot. Again, I hate to keep saying this, but a lot of these guys didn't play a whole lot of football in 2020. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the grand scheme of things, in 2019, he had some action-packed games. I mean, he had one, two, three, four, five, five games over uh, 100 yards. He averaged 5.9 yards a carry and seven touchdowns. But the key that sticks out to me from that 2019 is those 29 catches for him, right? I think that he's going to be, uh, able to be used in that USC offense to kind of be a dump-off guy that Slavis really doesn't have a whole lot of. You know, the running backs out there in U- USC are just weird. I feel like they haven't had a good one since what? Reggie Bush? You know what I mean? I, I could be wrong, but um, I'm probably forgetting about somebody very recently. But there just hasn't been uh, – guys like, what, Stephen Carr? He was a really – like a, mm-hmm. a high touted prospect, and he kind of just fell flat on his face. There's been a lot of guys out there that I just think that they cycle through. So that is my 10 through 6 Perfect.
1: Yeah. So I don't have Keontae Ingram ranked in there, but I agree with what you're saying. Um, Texas, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. Bijan, obviously a different draft class, but Bijan's for real, but they just, they, they didn't help Keontae whatsoever. Like Tex just give him the ball. right. So the talent's there. So I a hundred percent agree with you that he can and more than likely will, obviously be a key role um, in that offense, but I don't have him ranked and I'm su- I'm kind of surprised you haven't ranked that high, but given your reasoning, not surprised. Anyway, 10 for me um, is a guy you've already mentioned and that's sincere McCormick. Um, I just really like him. I know we talk about it quite a bit of about like, you know, smaller school guys, this, that, and the other. But when you look at his stats and you watch his film, like, he gets it done, right? He he is definitely someone who gets those extra yards. He he's he is five nine, but he's two hundred pounds, right? So he's got the the good size to him as far as weight goes. He's got surprisingly good speed. So I like him a lot. Definitely much higher on him than honestly outside of UTSA fans, probably everybody. Um, but he's definitely someone that I'm I'm still still holding on to and think he can he can be a a, a viable you know option fantasy wise. Um, coming in at number nine is Kennedy Brooks for me. I like him, and he's the reason that I don't have your favorite landing spot of a transfer as the, the favorite. I think that that, that backfield is going to be a shared backfield. Um, he showed that he can definitely you know handle handle the load, and I think they're going to continue to to give him some options there. So Kennedy Brooks coming in at number nine. <clears throat> this one you'll probably give me a look on, but I've got Zamir White. At no, yep, there it is. At number 8, um talents there, sizes there. Um and obviously it's it's in Georgia. They 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 freaking they run the ball 700 times, right? So I'm sure he's going to get a huge huge workload. Um we'll see kind of how that goes. <clears throat> for for me at number 7 a guy you probably don't even have in there at all. I don't have to give you a look when you don't. Um, but he's also kind of a weird usage of around the field. But that's Nia Smith out of uh, Texas A and M. He's just he's so versatile. He's amazing in the pass catching. But that the the reason they still have him listed as a running back, but he plays receiver more than anything. But he still comes to the backfield. So I don't know what his actual position is. But he's still listed as a running back, so I rank him as a running back. Um, I, I just, I just, I just love obviously what he does, and I've watched plenty of film on him, as y'all can assume, um, as I watch every game. So, got Anaya Smith at seven. Number six, a guy you've also touched base on, on Ely, um, out of Ole Miss. You said it. he's just, he's just small, five eight, one ninety. He's not a big, big guy, obviously, but man, he 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 can make plays. He can get them done. Um, definitely. Obviously, you can't affect the height, right? He's 5'8. Maybe he grows another inch, but he's kind of at that point where his, his growing's probably done. Um, he could put on, you know, another 5, 10 pounds, I think, and not affect his speed too too much. So, I mean, imagine 5'8, 200 pounds. I think that would make a difference. Um, and it could really, really help him. So, we'll see how that goes. But I do think he's going to be a focal point of that offense. I mean, he, he's going to be, you know, the go to out of the backfield. So, we'll see kind of what we happen there. But for me, that's my 10th through 6. Uh, I don't appreciate your Zamir White slander, but go ahead with your five through one. Five, I've got um, Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. We saw what he was able to do last year. He, um, he's one that has really, really moved up my 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 rankings. I will be honest; I don't think I even had him ranked before. If I did, it was definitely the. 15 through probably 13 range if I did it all, to be honest with you. So definitely he is in my top five now. I think we're just going to continue to see what we saw last year. He's going to continue to improve upon, you know, what, what he did. So um, number four, I've got your boy, Eric Gray. Um, He did not die according to an Instagram post that we saw where they didn't have him in there at all. So I do think he is going to be the guy in Oklahoma. But, um, I mean, he's 5'10, 205. They, they just that Oklahoma backfield is, is going to be very good this year. Very, very good. Um, going to be interesting to see how they, they make that work. But, you know, top schools do that. So, um, number three, I, you had him solo, Kevin Harris. Um, I've got him at three again, just with what we saw. Um, when you looked at his stats, so you, you said it right for every 200 yard game he had, there was the games where you kind of start to question a little bit. He had a touchdown in every single game but two games, so it's one of those. And his lowest rushing total was 39 yards, albeit against A and M, number one defense in the SEC last year. So there's that. But anyway, um save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90 percent
0: lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: He's just, he's, 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 he is South Carolina. Let's be honest. Like, I mean, you know, they kind of don't, don't have much going on over there for him. So just give him the ball 300 times. Let him get 1,800 rushing yards and 27 touchdowns. So that's what we should see this year. But I've got Kevin Harris at number three. Number two, again, the unpopular spot for someone. But Brees Hall, I've still got him at number two. Y'all can see my Twitter. um, What is that called? Header? Feeder? I don't know what it's called. Right below my profile picture. Um, It shows you who my RB1 is, and I'll tell you in a second. But Brees Hall, obviously, it's... Most people have met one, as they probably should, but my bias shows sometimes. So, um, Brees Hall's a phenomenal talent, there's no question about that. I mean, he can catch the ball, he can run the ball, he can probably throw the ball to himself and score touchdowns. Imagine that, right? A passing touchdown and a receiving touchdown to yourself, he could probably do it. But no, he's, he's just a great talent. And again, I said it on the previous episode Iowa State's a team to really, really look out for this year. Um, I, I, I think they're going to be be a, a, um, a school to keep an eye on. Again, I'm not coming out and saying they're going to be in the playoffs, but I wouldn't be shocked if they, if, as long as they get past Oklahoma, that's going to be the biggest thing if they get past Oklahoma. I could see them in that, that, that playoff push. So number one, the RB one, Isaiah Spiller. It feels so good to have AM guys ranked in my rankings. So, and I've seen him ranked one elsewhere, but again, it is not the popular choice, but I'm sticking true. Um, Man, it's just, I just watch a lot of his film. That's what it comes down to. I watch a lot of his film. I I see a lot of what he's able to do. He's able to make tacklers miss. He's able to slip through the holes. He's, he had a great offensive line last year, obviously. Um, It's going to be much different this year. Um, They lost four of their five starters. They've got a lot of great guys, you know, through recruiting or transfers coming in. But, um, and from what we've been hearing through reports, obviously the offensive line's coming together, but it's still, it's not going to be what they had last year, and I think it's going to take a couple games to get that that full chemistry. But, yeah, that's my five through one um, as my running backs, and I can tell Ricky didn't like him, and that's okay. Because so, one of us has to be right. You know, <clears throat> it's obviously me.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> about that. Um, your Zemira Whiteslander is not appreciated at all. He's top uh, 10. I mean, I, sliding into number five, Zemir White, I think that he's got a lot of potential in this class. I don't like Georgia. I don't like Georgia people playing in Georgia. I didn't like Pickens being there. Look, Pickens tore ACL. What do you have tore ACL elsewhere? Probably not. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I'm kidding, guys. I'm not. No, I'm not. Georgia <laughs> is just – I feel like Georgia is a death trap for players. It really is. And then they, ju- like, they kind of come into the NFL and they just come into their own. But – I think Zamir has the potential of being a top five back in this class very, 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 very easily. Um, look, at the, look at the game. They gave him 26 carries last year against Kentucky. I mean, went for 136. Against Florida, seven for 107. I mean, he averaged 15 yards a carry. Missouri, 12 for 126. averaged 10 yards a carry. They just don't know how to utilize backs. They don't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he averaged 5.7 against Alabama, and only got 10 carries. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's infuriating to kind of watch unfold, but that's he slides into number uh slides into number five relatively easy. Kyron Williams, he's another guy. He's a small back, small, ma back. 5'9, 195. Put a little meat on him. I think I like him a little bit more, but he had some big time games last year. Florida State, 19, 185. Huge game. North Carolina, 23 for 124. Clemson. Clemson's a <laughs> Clemson's a damn good team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He went twenty. Three for 140. Um, he did have 36 catches last year, too. You know what I mean? So that's another very, very, or 30, yeah, 35 catches last year. Another very impressive thing out of him. Another full season like this, he's definitely going to be. I mean, he can't go much, much, much higher in my rankings, but I really teeter tottered with him and my number three, Isaiah Spiller. Like I went back and forth with both of those guys. Um, who I was going to have three and who I was going to have four, but it was really flip-flop for me. For me personally, I think these top four backs are where it's at. You know what I mean? I think that the Kyron, Isaiah, Eric, and and, and Brees, obviously these three, you know four guys are where where my head's at when it comes to the best of this class. But uh, coming in at number two, is the best transfer, the best transfer of this offseason? The best transfer. Because everybody left Tennessee, but going over to Oklahoma is my man, my man Eric Gray. Um, I think that I, I am sick and tired of the slander. PFF uh, two four seven Sports unleashed their top ten running backs of this class, and apparently Eric Gray died because he wasn't on the list. <laughs> and I am sick and tired of this slander. What what does he not have to do? I mean, come on, this guy last year was on fire and on fire for a dumpster fire of a team. I am just, this is, this is almost as bad as the stupid slander and the stupid conversations that I had about Keaton Slavis potentially not being the quote unquote starter next year. This guy had (sighs) 772 yards on the ground, 157 carries in nine games, average almost five yards a carry four touchdowns. The thing about it is he can catch the ball out of the backfield. 30 catches, 254 yards. I don't understand where the slander comes from. I am sick and tired. And you know what? I'm happy. He's going to Oklahoma. He's going to play with a quarterback that actually can throw the football. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. I, they had a quarterback at UT that could throw the football. They just never put him on the football field in Harrison Bailey. But that's a, that's a different conversation for a different day. But double-digit carry in every game last year, he played very, very well against everybody you know what i mean a couple games where he struggled but when you are the offense when you are the offense you're you're gonna struggle you know what i mean they don't have anything anybody at ut and they definitely don't have anybody at ut anymore if they didn't have anybody last year they definitely don't have anybody i don't even know how they're going to suit up a whole football team i might inquire about going to play for the vols this year but (laughs) i can play tight end just like tim tebow but I am sick and tired of the slander for Eric Gray. It is exhausting. It is stupid. I to be It's a flat-out insult to Eric Gray not to even have him. Look, you don't want to have him in your top five, whatever. You're stupid. You're wrong. But not to have him in the top ten? Come on, man. Like, he is a damn good back, period. And that's just period. You know what I mean? I. Oh God, I digress. I don't know. I mean, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight games where he had over, or six straight games where he had over three catches coming out of the backfield. Ugh! And he does punt returns. All right, I'm off my Eric Gracelander. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I had to go on a little bit of rant there. I was very, very pissed off, but easily, hands down, the step above the rest, the best running back in this class. It's not even remotely close um, for me. There you I mean, go. You know. It's you know, for anybody that with a common no. sense and a brain that doesn't have any biasness. You've
1: watched it. him play, right? right? You've watched Isaiah Spiller play, right? I say so I love Isaiah Spiller. I I love Isaiah. But Depp. to say it's not even close, no, it's not for me. Oh my god! I think Brees Hall's is light years better. I think
0: Brees Hall is would have probably been my running back two last year coming out. Uh, uh, just be, just below Najee Harris. That's it. That's it. Well, that's wrong. And we're talking about a guy that rushed for over 100 yards in nine of his 12 games, had 97 and 91 in the other two games, averages five yards, 5.6 yards a carry, had 150, had 185 yard game, 185 yard game, had 130 yards rushing in eight of 12 games last year, averaged more than five yards or more than eight yards a carry in four games last year. Had touchdowns in every single game last year. Double digit touchdowns in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the 12 games last year. Double digit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nine of the 12 because he had three catches for 56 yards and a touchdown against West Virginia. There's only one game that he had last year. He did not reach 100 total yards, and that was against Texas. And he had 91. 23 catches out of the backfield, 180 yards. Hands down, one of the best backs we're going to see in this class. I mean, this class is, I'll tell you what, it's very top heavy when it comes to the running back position. I do think that it's more fruitful at the running back position this year. Uh, I do like Brees Hall, and I, I love me some Eric Gray, and I do love Isaiah Spiller. I, I give you a hard time, but Isaiah Spiller is a very, very, very good back, and I could see a lot of things happening with him this year that if if Jimbo puts him in the game, you know what I mean? I think early in the season, we, we you know, I was watching games and I got very frustrated. And I'm not saying that Spiller's not talented. I think he's very, very talented. I just don't think that he's on the same level as Brees Hall. I really feel like it's Brees Hall and then Gray, Spiller, and Williams are that kind of uh, uh, next tier. But uh, I do think that the, my top three, it would be very surprising unless somebody throws uh, a, an unbelievable season in front of my eyes. Hall, Gray, and Spiller are going to be my top three no matter what I think throughout this season. Um, Kyron Williams is a wild card, but I still, I still not a big fan of his size. Um, I'm not knocking him for his size, but I'm just saying. Um, Spiller being 6'1", Brees Hall is 6'1". got some meat on their bones. They could run people over. Spiller's fantastic. Obviously, Spiller is a much better pass catcher than Brees Hall is, 100%. I I do think that 100,000%. But I think just overall, again, I think our our, our top tier of these backs are very good for the 2022 draft. I feel more confident with these top tier running backs than I do with the quarterbacks position. That's for sure. Um, Very, 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 very ugly. Um, if, If you listen to last week's episode, um, you see, it's very um, a mixed bag of just whatever when it comes to this position. So, all right, the quarterback position. But any thoughts on my top five stoops? I, I didn't mean to slander your boy too much. But I didn't, didn't slander. slander I didn't slander him though. Oh. I mean, you I don't,
1: said don't, it's not even close.
0: It's not. Oh,
1: that's unbelievable. All right. So, whenever uh, that's not going to happen because Isaiah Spiller is sharing the backfield, so he won't have better stats than Brees Hall this year. I'll say that he won't. I mean, I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's,
0: I, I don't think it's close. I really don't. I mean, it's nothing against, but, but that's the thing. I'm not saying
1: Spiller's terrible. I know you're also saying it's not close. I mean, it's gotta be close. Like, no, I really don't look at this. Okay. All right. That's fine. We could go on for another 30 minutes about it, but it's one of those things where you really, when you really break down their stats, average wise or touchdown wise, whatever. Well, so Brees Hall did have more touchdowns. I get that. But it's like when you really break down the averages, like they're very close, if not Spiller being slightly ahead or slightly behind, like they're close. I'm not saying, yeah. I mean, so that's my point to say that they're not even close. I don't is think like close, crazy though. to me.
0: I would take Brees ten times out of ten. Well, oh, Lisa gives me Spiller ten times out of ten. <laughs> so we're both happy. <laughs> But it's all right. I mean, it, it's it's all right. You know what I mean? It's, again, it's not. I have a, a, a question, actually.
1: I have oh, a question. Have right. you? Yeah, yeah. Have mm-hmm. you, again, these way too early this, that, and the others, right? What running back? Have you looked at any of them? Let me ask you. Have you looked at any of these way too early? I looked at 2022 the 2022 yeah. NFL draft. Okay, yeah, I
0: looked at a couple of them.
1: What running back have you seen go in the first round? Uh, uh It's not Brees Hall, I'll tell you. No. It's Isaiah Spiller.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I don't
1: So again, I guess I'm an AM fan, right? So of course I think the, it's because he's a,
0: I th- I do think that he's a more complete back when it comes to catching the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. I think that Brees Hall is ten I think Brees Hall is the best running back. If you take the receiving out of it for just this equation, just for just a second, I think Brees Hall is the better running back. I think that he finds the holes better. I think that he's got more, I think he just runs over people better um i think that go back and watch spiller against
1: florida i think albeit but I, florida's defense wasn't great i'll give you i that. think
0: spiller benefits from a fantastic offensive line though too that,
1: but what does that mean
0: i'm just saying i'm just saying he, he benefits from a better i'm just look i'm not <laughs> i think that yes i think Brees hall is the 101 running back in this class, and it's and to be honest, it, it's and I don't I I I mean I have Spiller obviously I have Spiller third um in my in my ranking I think Eric, I like Eric Gray better I would take Eric Gray 102, but you know what I mean I, it, It's just I like but again that's probably my biasness but I do I love Eric Gray I think Eric Gray is going to be a very good back.
1: Brees Hall had almost a hundred more carries. It's because he's a better back. They sp- trust him. No, it's because he has nobody else to compete with.
0: If that's you put Isaiah Spiller so on good, that they if you put the on an
1: offense like that, he's gonna have 280 carries, 1500 yards, 21 touchdowns, and more receptions. Well, I mean, maybe his coach just believes in him a little bit more than he Jimbo has believes no in competition. Spiller. I mean, Ania
0: Smith is an okay running back. I mean, that's oh my God. he's a better receiver. I mean, he's a he's a great he a, pass catcher. Of course, he
1: is. I, but I
0: and you know what? I do feel like I need a Smith. It's going to be weird where they kind of structure him where we have eventually I could see him being a uh, like I feel like he's like a Kadarius Tony style, you know, he's more of a running back style, but like I feel like I can't really think of who I'm trying to say when it comes to Nia Smith. Like he's going to be probably a kick returner, punt returner in the NFL, in the NFL,
1: yeah,
0: kick returner, punt returner, running back, wide receiver, like Devin Hester style, Cordell Patterson style player. So it's going to be interesting to see where we. Where he finally gets put into the tier. Maybe he finally does get converted to the receiver when it comes down to the draft class or what they're going to p- promote him as, or whatever. But I'm not saying Spiller's not good. I know you're not. But I'm also saying Breesaw's light years better. I'm not saying light years. I think there's <laughs> tiers. Tier one has Breesaw, tier two has Eric Gray and Isaiah Spiller in it. That's just, I mean, I'm just saying. I got nothing else. I like Spiller. Like you're, you're I'm not saying he's bad. I say he's the third best back in this class. That's all. I mean, and he's probably like two A, two B with Eric Gray. You know what I mean? I like Spiller a lot. I just think that Brees Hall is better. He's a better running back. Just like hand him the ball and he just runs people over type thing. Isaiah Spiller ain't running
1: nobody over. So <laughs> I'm gonna. It is now my mission i'm gonna go put it together a a clip of isaiah spiller's games and show you Uh, how many times he runs people over look i'm not saying that and runs through you can't arm tackle spiller and i'm not saying you can arm tackle hall i'm not saying no i mean they're the same size practically yes so how can Brees hall He's run just a better runner. He
0: just. But I'm Spiller, not saying
1: Spiller can't run people oh, over. I'm just saying he
0: doesn't do it at the same level as Brees. Brees Hall is a. I mean, I can't. This is so. slovis <laughs> and Hall, and now Hall versus Spiller is going to be uh, the conversation for the night. All right, so, we I should
1: just, we we'll we'll temper it down because I'm sure people are like, guys, stop arguing. Like, get to the podcast. I don't know. Most people,
0: most <laughs> people. Actually I, like I got it,
1: somebody yeah. commented said, "Man, you guys argue." I didn't even realize it. I mean, well, yeah. we hadn't for the longest time, and then it no. kind of got to the point where it's like we finally started to disagree on things and it, it's well yeah when you were wrong about travis et and over Najee harris that was the big one i mean that was just blew my mind how wrong i mean they only that. went one pick apart from each other <laughs> you
0: know, one, one's gonna break
1: out and be really good and one's just gonna be all right you know what i mean so um just like spiller is gonna break out and Brees hall is gonna just i'm be, not no, I'm saying just, so. I'm totally that's not gonna happen i'm totally kidding <laughs> But like I said, Brees Hall is better. Um, and I will stand
0: by that. And I can't wait for us to do future episodes about how we've realized that there's man. What's the wide receiver episode going to bring us? I mean, you know, we've got, we got how versus Slovis we've got Brees versus Isaiah. I mean, what's the receivers got in store for it's going to be, interesting. I can't wait to see
1: what the tight ends bring. I'll tell you. I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is there even one good tight end in this class? Yes. There one. is.
1: And he yeah. goes to the same school. Actually, it's funny. We mm. might disagree on the tight ends. <laughs> they both go to these schools. <laughs>
0: oh man. Yeah, you're gonna be wrong again. No. I, I, I really just it's it's funny to me. I'm literally pulling up my tight end rankings just to see what I have my tight end one.
1: Uh, uh It's yeah. probably who I have as tight end too. Nah, my tight end one's the same as yours. Okay, good. All right. Now we're getting some. I'm gonna change it now, just because. That's no, I'm just fine. kidding. <laughs> all right, folks. Hey, that's funny. Is they're both number 28. I just realized um, that Brees Hall and Spiller they're both number 28, and yeah. they're like the same size. That's crazy. Yeah, except just me. one's from Texas, one's from Kansas. <laughs> Brees Hall's better. Um,
0: doesn't benefit from a really all-star offensive line. Uh, all right, folks. That is it for this week's episode. <laughs> um enjoy much more conversations in the near future um about the battles of of the quarterbacks running backs and you know next week when we tackle the wide receiver position who knows who won't be who we might be arguing about next week we got at Um, least
1: eight nine more months of this Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) actually plus because then the nfl draft i don't know we probably have the same running our same
0: wide receiver 101 but Uh, um we'll see um, but folks, that's it for this week's episode. Make sure to follow Stoops on Twitter at Stoops1990. Give myself a follow at Ricky Vler underscore. Um, I am the leader of the Brees Hall fan club now, apparently. And Stoops is in the corner of Spiller. If you have any thoughts on this battle, give us give us your thoughts on Twitter. Give us an ad. Who do you prefer, Spiller or Hall? And somebody's gonna be like, Oh, well, I don't like either of these guys. Of course, <laughs> there will be. And that's fine. You know, you know yeah, that's you're is. wrong, you're but wrong. Wrong. that's fine. <laughs> but <you're> fine. <laughs> exactly. But give the show a follow at the Debbie Delight. Um, we appreciate you continuing to be supporting the show by listening to us. Um, like I said, something in the near future, we'll have an announcement about where you'll be able to see our first look rankings and then kind of progress mm-hmm. throughout the entire season, um, where Brees Hall stays number one, will be number one, and Isaiah Spiller will be number nine by the end of the year.
1: But uh, real quick, though, um, on my Isaiah Spiller page, it literally says Spiller bounces off a defender and breaks loose to give AM the lead. Mm. But he can't. Run people over. Got it. Next episode. I miss, I miss spoken
0: saying that he can't (laughs) run people over by saying that he's not as good at running people over as Brees Hall. But until next time, exactly. We'll talk to you guys later. See y'all later. (laughs) Brees Hall's better. Save
1: big on brunch for mom,
0: all in the Kroger app.